Hi, and welcome to Cultures of Williams, the podcast where my co-host Andre and I tried to get Williams College cultured a bit more episode by episode. With us today is... Dessel. Dessel from... from Bhutan. From nice. Bhutan. Where from in Bhutan? Um, I live in the capital called Thimpu. Mm. Do so, Dessel, we have a flagship question yes. that we ask all of our guests. Um, and that is, if we were to be in Thimbu, or like, you know, when you walk around Thimbu, like, what, what's, what do you see, essentially? What does your hometown look like? So we are the biggest city in the country mm. with almost 100,000 people. Whoa! Yeah, That's massive. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But the government is really trying to keep it as small as possible and trying to contain everything. So mm-hmm. our buildings are not very tall. Tallest building is like four stories tall, I think. Oh, really? Wow. Um, yeah. There are more cars now. Cars are increasing. We have maybe one or two traffic jams a week, which is very exciting. Because that never that's, happened before. That's crazy. Yeah. People are generally... I mean, people are friendly, but not in a super smiley, helpful way. They won't, like, go out of their way to make your day better, but they're not going to be... They, I mean, people don't really care. Right. It's the main thing. I think that's the vibe. It's just you just do vibing. you. Yeah. Not much okay. judgment, but not much outward excitement either, I guess. That's nice. We have a lot of stray dogs. So if you're in the wrong part of town at, at night, it's oh, not no. the people, but it's the dogs that are out to get you. Oh, no. <laughs> they're very territorial. Something that people comment on a lot, which I probably should clarify, is we do have penises painted on some of the walls. Ah. Um, but that is... Is that Haroon? He's <laughs> walking around drawing. Listen, man. I was... No, these are very detailed. I've seen Haroon's drawings. They're not as detailed. <laughs> these are okay. full-on Just bare bones, yeah. shading and... Wow. You know, everything. Why is that, do you know? Um, it has. It does have religious roots, but the main message is just to talk about things that make you uncomfortable because, mm. you know, those things, like we should normalize things that we don't like to talk about. I appreciate that. I think yeah. that's the main message, yeah. So is the message, should we start trying to talk about uncomfortable things? Should we start drawing penises all over campus? Yeah, I'm I mean, crazy. if they stop you, I, I mean, think, it's I a part of my culture, you know, they can't... Honestly. They yeah. can't, you know? I don't yeah. know if the deans are going to approve of that. <laughs> so you said you only have 100,000 people in your city. This might be a little bit far-fetched, but would you say that, you, like, the community... Because the community is so small, you kind of... A lot of people, like, know each other. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially, I mean, like, yeah, when I was in middle school, we all knew each other. We all knew the people in the other middle schools, and, you know, everyone had their identities in the schools. Right. Um, if you're working, then your parents probably do know each other or know someone in the department or you're related or it's your cousin's cousin or there's some sort of connection that everyone does share, Yeah, which is pretty cool. And are, are all the government buildings in Thimbu as well? Yeah, all the main ministries and offices are in the ca- okay. capital. So yeah. how often do you see like government ministers? Or oh, it's very, very easy. I mean, in my neighborhood, um, if I'm like standing outside waiting for a taxi or the bus, I'll probably see... One at least one member of the royal family and a couple government officials drive wow. past. That's it's cool. very common. Most people have met the king and queen. Have you? Uh, yes. Wow. I have. There you go. Um, most people have met government officials. It's it's not a big deal at this point. You just, just go about your day, and they go about theirs. Yeah. How's how did meeting the king and queen feel? It was pretty cool. He looks exactly like he does in, in photographs, and he smiles the same way, which is very unnerving. And the queen smelled really good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she smelled very nice. Just did you, you have expect? to um, sort of kneel down, or are there any sort of customs that you have to follow? Oh uh, yeah, you do like a very deep bow, and then you keep your head down, un- unless they're like talking to you. Mm. Um, and 
it's kind of derived also from like religious practices but like when we have statues and things you're not supposed to breathe on them so a lot of people people treat them in the same way where like they cover their mouths or something so that their breath doesn't get on them wow nice um yeah it's just and you're quiet and you spoke you only speak when you're spoken to <laughs> okay wow. yeah. yeah no that makes sense so i mean a lot of royalties like that like in the like if you meet the queen you know you don't speak to her unless she asks you a question yeah exactly so. yeah so me and under are coming to bhutan world tour of course we're flying to bhutan a week from now yeah and you'll be there yeah so what's the first place you're taking us we're there for 24 hours it's such a hard i think i'll take you to my house first because um great answer we haven't gotten yeah. that we way haven't yet. actually yeah that's a great answer because like, we need to drop our bags off somewhere yeah we need to, like, <laughs> exactly have a shower i don't know just Jesus. freshen up a bit <laughs> we asked the question everyone's like oh i'll take you here and then one of our guests was like oh you know when it hits midnight i'll take you there and i'm and I'm thinking, I still have my bags with me. Where am I going <laughs> to drop those off? So I'm glad you said the answer. So right. why would you take us to your house first? Um, well, practically speaking, a lot of people take time to get used to the altitude. Because mm. um, it is, I don't know, 10 times wh- where we are now. So you'll probably need to rest a bit. I know a lot of people who come in and they do stuff and then they become really lightheaded. And the next few days, they're like out. So go home, get a cup of tea. You know, Bhutanese hospitality. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and also just because you come to realize that there's not much to do in Bhutan. It's like a very relaxed place. It's where you go to chill and take a break. Um, and where better to do that than at home. So there's a, we as internationals obviously uh, speak usually, <laughs> usually more than two languages. We What's so speak. funny? <laughs> we do speak. We as internationals speak. <laughs> we as internationals usually speak more than two languages. Yes. Some people only speak one and that's fair. There's no problem with that. <coughs> Daniel. Daniel, yeah. Uh, we just had him. Um, <laughs> and so I just want to ask, like, what, what sort of slang words do you use back home in your own language? Um, like, what's your favorite? What, what do you kind of wish that people would understand here and use with you? <laughs> so there are two things I think of. Um, the first one is, like, we have this culture of nicknames. And it's very... It normally has to do with, like, the physical attributes of the person that stand out. So if someone's a little chubby, the nickname is going to have to do with that. Ah. If someone's a little, like... Like if for people who are very skinny and tall, we call them like deer, <laughs> just because that's the thing. Um, <laughs> like talking, yeah. So it, it's normally like commenting on their physical appearance, but it's not in a bad way. You know, it's like a very affectionate nickname. Um, and I don't think you could do that in English. I think it would be weird if I was, you know, if you use that as a basis of someone's nickname. Um, yeah. So it's I kind of miss that casual approach to things yeah. i guess people didn't really take offense too much yeah and uh, like i do miss that sometimes okay mm-hmm. that's a good answer yeah i like that game time sure is it game time yeah on the show we like to play a game called three statements okay we'll give you three statements mm-hmm. two are true one's not yes. you'll have to figure out which one's which okay if you don't if i don't you lose your citizenship And you also lose your F1 visa. All of it. Oh. Yeah. Your whole thing. Okay. Yes. So, all right, Dezel. Yes. Your first statement is, I lost it. I lost it. No. I think that is true. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. (laughs) Dezel, your first statement is, Bhutan is the only country to outlaw tobacco, effective 2004. Your second statement is butane the organic compound was found 
<laughs> in a large deposit in Bhutan in 1894. Okay. And that's where its name comes from. And <laughs> We're all just laughing right now. And the third statement is uh-huh. the Bhutanese call their home. I'm going to butcher this, but Drukyul. Drukyul? Drukyul. Drukyul. Oh, yeah. Um, which means the land of the thunder dragons because of the extremely powerful storms which constantly roar in from the Himalayas. Yes. So think real hard about this one. Hmm, this is going to be a tough yeah. one. We should probably specify that outlaw means it's illegal, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's not actually, you know, around. So, yeah. yeah. Um, whoever wrote this did a great job. Yeah, think long and hard. Very yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder. Um, I think the second statement is false. The second statement? Yes. About um, tobacco? No, no, the second statement is about butane. The butane. This is a bit of a risk, but I'll say that's the one. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Locking it in. Dezel, unfortunately, you're you're right. <laughs> um, what? So, so you get to keep your citizenship and the your whole F1. Thank you, thank you. So um, we won't be writing an email to <laughs> Dean Nina about your F1 status yeah. or whatever. That was a very creative, creative yeah. sentence, I must so say. So tobacco, when I read that was outlawed, I was like, really? So that no one smokes in... Bhutan, is that true or? That is false. In order to smoke, you have to pay like really high taxes. So it's Ooh. like only like super wealthy people that legally smoke and you have to like, carry the receipt around. Um, smoking is quite common, but so marijuana is a lot more common than tobacco. And that is also illegal, but mar- like weed is a weed in the country. So there's marijuana growing in the path next to my garden. Yeah. Wow. And there's like fields of it in random areas. Sounds great. Um, and people used to use it to like feed their pigs. <laughs> oh really? No, wait, yeah, it used wait. to be like. Did we just have an episode about pigs? Yeah. But now we have an episode about high pigs, yes. which is even. Yeah, cooler. I mean, yeah, I was wondering what effect it would have on them, mm-hmm. and would it calm them down, and that's why they were fed marijuana. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but yeah, it seems so like a waste <laughs> to feed pigs marijuana, bro. <laughs> Dude, have you ever been around a high pig? No, they're so. But chill. I just think you can give pigs anything and they will eat it. But have you been around a high pig? <laughs> several. What are you talking about? Um, okay, so I'm sorry that we kind of had a game where two of them were false, but it's just what I read about it being outlawed, and I was like, that sounds. No, technically, crazy. we're not supposed to. There is a black market for it. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the point I was trying to make. That yeah. counts. All right, Dezel. Yes. As internationals here. Yes. We tend to face a lot of uh, misconceptions or dumb questions about where we come from. Mm-hmm. For instance, I was asked if we have TV back in Bosnia, stuff like that. <laughs> so, question. Um, can you give us an example if a similar thing happened to you? Yeah, um, so because most people don't know that Bhutan exists, but they attempt to associate it with a place that they already know of. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, there was one time uh, someone asked me where I was from and I said I was from Bhutan. They're like, oh, that province in China. And I, I kind of, j- yeah, and that was, I ca- at that point I just nodded and smiled. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they were slightly yeah. intoxicated, but oh, there you go. there's that. Um, people... On the less light note, I guess people think that we are the happiest country in the world, which we are not. Really? There was yes. a thing about this um, in their constitution. Yes. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, it's basically like a developmental philosophy where instead of looking at GDP, we look at GNH. Which oh, is health. Yes, I read about national happiness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was health. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Free yeah. healthcare, free education, yeah. things like that, which the government is trying to do, but it's more like 
it's like a nice vision to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't really know how practical it is, but it's just a reminder that money isn't everything, yeah. I guess. Well, it would be great if every single country followed that because I think if that was the case, then it would be more practical. But it's yeah, just, definitely. Yeah. I want to understand sort of the more music culture. Um, so what's like your favorite artist or Bhutanese artist and like, you know, what type of songs do they make? So there are, apart from like, the traditional music that we have, people my age are listening to two main genres of Bhutanese music, which is which would either be pop or rap. The rap is a little <laughs> hard for me to digest because it's, it's very... Yeah, I think Haroon's heard a couple songs. It's, it's very... Um, I don't quite know what they're saying. Um, but there's a band that I really like and they're called Misty Terrace. Um, but because most Bhutanese write really... Okay, I won't say really bad. Um, slightly questionable love songs that they... <laughs> a lot of them like to take already existing English songs and like translating them. <laughs> okay, um, that's, that's one way of... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that's one music out. Yeah, <laughs> and because Bhutan's so small, no one really knows. So it's, I mean, it works out for them, I guess. But this band I really like because they sing a lot about just the country, and it's like you know when you're away from home. I don't listen to them often, but it's very nostalgic, I guess the right. lyrics. Um, and I enjoyed that a lot. That it's not, it's not too deep. It's quite, it's quite lighthearted, but it's still fun yeah. to listen to. Yeah. Fair enough. Is there anything you did to your room to make it feel more like home? I think this is something that's more of a me thing and not so much of a Bhutan thing. But I I like making my bed in the morning. <laughs> okay. Which is a really small thing. <laughs> we but would we all do that, Desel. Yes, but I it's don't just know, apart from Harin. Yeah. I watch I don't know, I see people here like sit on their beds in their outside clothes with their shoes on the beds and that just like really gets to me. Yeah, that's rough. I yeah, agree. Rough. Like, I don't I don't know how they do that. And they're like, Oh, don't be afraid of a little dirt, but like that's your bed. You yeah. know? Um I've brought in... I have some incense. I was in a boarding school before, so I think I've kind of gotten used to the yeah. slightly more clinical dorm situation. Right. And it's nice because when I look... Out, I I mean, I have a very small window, but when I look outside, I see trees and some mountains and that's kind of like home. Oh, that's so cute. It's, nice. So it's nice, yeah. That's cute. Okay. All right. Dezel, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been a great guest. We learned a lot. Butane. Butane. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me.